Blog Talk Radio. The following show has been rated for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. The opinions of the host are exactly those, the opinions of the host. So don't get all bent out of shape, jackass. And if you don't like it, keep your mouth shut, because we don't give a shit. Shit. Mackenzie, it's my brother Doug. How's it going, eh? Yes. Join us. Um, so yeah, I'm here. Uh he's not. He had to go somewhere. And uh yeah. I got in. I mean he wasn't even here like when I got here, like nowhere. <clears throat> So eventually he'll be showing up. Of course, I'll probably hear the garage before he before I know he's here. So it's not like he'll sneak up on us. So yeah, so it's oddly quiet here, and mine is the only voice making noise in this house right now because his wife's upstairs sleeping. Not weird at all. I sh- I was gonna stay in the car, you know. I was just like, you know what? You get the internet connection outdoors. Just sit in the car, wait for him to get home, 
then I was like in the big transition, trying to get from the car indoors, carrying everything, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> I knew how to get in. So I got in. So welcome, everybody. What has gone on this week? Well, nothing much. Nothing. Nothing new. And if this house is going to start making noises, I'm not going to be handling this too well. I will go back out to the car. Uh, what's happened this week? Oh, Sophie's team finished their last regular season game, and they had their tournament for their middle school team, and they played on uh, Saturday and won. And then uh, they had a, their next game was tonight, semifinals, uh, and they were winning at halftime against the number one team, which was shocking just because that number one team is really good. They're just really good. And so, uh, you know, I was going and expecting that. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <clears throat> but they were winning at halftime, and then uh, in the second half, going for a layup, our player, our point guard, our team leader, whatever you want to call her, she uh, she got thrown to the ground and hurt her wrist really bad, like could, could have a break in it somewhere. Uh, she was out. She was done. And then after that, it was over. Once she left, uh, the other girls just couldn't. Nobody wanted to shoot. Nobody was shooting. They just kept passing it, passing it, passing it, passing it, passing it. Yeah, so it wasn't that was then the other team. They just came out and they just started hitting shots. I mean, I've talked about this team before. This, the, the two girls on this team are really good. Uh, the one girl can shoot lights out. She was just hitting three pointers. It was just like, yep, we're done. We're all done. So needless to say, Sophie got to play towards the end there, which is good. She got in the last two minutes and didn't do anything wrong. Yay, she got playoff experience. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Whatever. Hey, it was a good time, right? I was just happy to be able to to be that parent that got to go to the games and got to be like, yeah, there's my daughter out there. When she was out there or whatever, you know. That was always good. That makes you feel good. So that's what, I, and that's what I told her after the game. Of course, all the surprise. Oh, it's all over. That's eighth grade basketball. Woo. Right. And then, uh, and so, you know, I basically told her, I said, you know, I, go, I don't care how much you played. I don't care what you did. I'm proud of you, the fact that you, you tried out last year, you didn't make it, but you came back again the next year and tried out again, you did make it. And I said, and that's, and that's good enough for me. I mean, I was, I'm just proud to know that you, you didn't give up and you and you, you kept trying. So, you know, trying to make a kid feel better. And then I realized I was tearing up right in the middle of the there next to the stands. All the parents looking at me. I was like, oh, my God, I'm crying at these little girls. 
can't do that. That can't be a thing. So, whatever. Hey, they had a good team. They were, they were a good team, and they got beat by a better team. You know what that That's means. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Over. So, yeah. So, that was tonight. Good times. So yeah, what else is going on this week? Nothing really major, right? Not I can think of. Yeah. Still have to get my guitar back from my brother. To uh, my mom said she was going to go look at cars because her car's six years old. <laughs> she thinks it's time for a new one. And I said, that's funny. I said, mine's 11 years old. I'm still paying it off. Whatever. And so I went to work today. She she got up early and, and went out with my uncle. And I guess they went to go to the cars. And I took her car out last night, filled it with gas. She was like, oh, I need, I need gas in my car before I leave tomorrow. I'm like, okay. You know, go fill it and go. Set her car on the edge of the driveway so you don't have to move them in the morning. You know, prepare everything for her. So she goes and gets my uncle and goes looking at cars. I go to work. I come home from work. There's a new car in the driveway. First thought in my head was, I just, put, I just filled the tank on the other one. If you were going to go get a new car, we didn't have to. Man. I think I was chanting my dad at that moment. But whatever, my mom got a car and she's happy, so there you go. Now she has a black car. I have a black car. We got a thing going over here. Right? We're like gangsters. Me and my mom. Stuck it up. Yeah. So anyways, since Clint's not here, I might as well start with wrestling, huh? Might as well talk about some wrestling. Some news. Well. I don't know how big of a news it is, but uh, <clears throat> we had the, the WWE had their their uh, the, the, the Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia last Thursday. It looked like this time there was no uh, no problems getting everybody out. Uh, There's no qualms or questions about anything. Uh, it was, I guess, it was it was an okay show. You got Brock Lesnar, Barry, and Ricochet because Vince McMahon doesn't like him anymore. Uh, Goldberg showing up and winning the Universal title off of Bray Wyatt. It's like, why did he even give it to Bray Wyatt? Every time you give it to Bray Wyatt, he just holds on to it for like a month or two, and then they're like, okay, give it to somebody else. Run. As a heel. Or a face, whatever. It doesn't have to be a face. I mean, maybe it's, I don't know. I like the regular Bray Wyatt, the Bray Wyatt family, the crazy dude with the Hawaiian shirts and the hat. I like that Bray Wyatt better. This Fiend thing, eh, it's all Mr. Rogers in one minute, and then he's like a monster the next day. I think he was crazier as the other Bray Wyatt. 
Plus, he had like Luke Harper and Rowan back in the world. But can you do that? Can you? Because Luke Harper's gone and he's there with AEW. Right? Yeah, yeah. Why, why are you giving. What is Goldberg? What is, what is that? Is that what you're going to do now every year? He's going to show up for WrestleMania. He's going to win. He's going to beat whoever's the champ. And beat the, you know, this year it was Kevin Owens. And this year it's Bray Wyatt. So, like, all these guys that you want to, to see have, like, the belt for a long, hard time, you know? Like, back in the day, JBL won the belt. And I was just like, ugh. Who wants JBL to have the belt, right? And he ended up winning it forever. And by the end of the run, you're like, yeah, he was a good heel. He, he was, you know, it worked. You'll never get there. You'll never get there with Bray Wyatt because every time he gets the belt, he ends up dropping it two months later. You know? Like a hot potato thing. And if you keep dropping it to Goldberg so that he goes to WrestleMania and loses it anyways, you know, well, who's he going to drop it to? Who's he going to, was it Undertaker coming out? Undertaker, Goldberg? Yeah, right. <laughs> They're like Undertaker, Cena. Nobody cares about that anymore. Do they? Does anybody really care? You got a guy who only does five moves against a guy who can only do five moves. Old. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Undertaker's in great shape for the for his age and stuff, but you know how it is. Once you get older, you get a little slower. You can't do things as well as you used to. No. Even even him, even when he does like the thing where he's laying on his back and he rises up, even now you can see when he does it, he's just like, oh, this is the worst part of the whole match. Like, oh, this hurts. This hurts me in my core. Yeah. So now you got, you got, uh, what's his face? <clears throat> Brock Lesnar, Ricochet. It's like, why is Ricochet even in the, what does that even have to do with anything? Like, where'd he come from? Right? So you got Brock Lesnar burying him. You got Bray Wyatt jobbing out to Goldberg. Right? What the Miz and uh, John Morrison? Jim Morrison. Hey, man, let's go get some tacos. Uh, John Morrison and the Miz winning the tag championship. Pretty sure it was, right? Somebody, I don't even want to look it up. It doesn't even matter. Best news to come out of all this past weekend. AEW had their pay-per-view on Saturday night. And, like, they're only doing four pay-per-views a year, right? Which I've always said was would be way better because that makes each pay-per-view mean something. It's more of an extravaganza. If you have one every month, it gets old, you know. You're just like, oh, well. you only have, you only have three weeks to build a rivalry, you know. Jedi's out here texting me, not texting me. Still, hey, still listening? Yeah, I'll show Dave still listening when he can. Um, so so AEW had their pay per view, right? And uh, the uh, revolution. And a lot of good storylines come out to finish up. The, uh, <laughs> in the beginning, 
What was it? Uh, there it is. The Dark Order. The Dark Order SCU. A tag match. Which but Cole Cabana came running out. Could be there because they were in Chicago. No, they were they in Chicago. Yeah, they were in Chicago. And Cole Cabana, who's from Chicago, came running out. I just thought that was kind of fun. Uh, you got Jack Hager defeating Dustin Rhodes. Dustin Rhodes has gotten a real career boost from going over here. That's what makes AEW so interesting, I guess. It's because they got a great mix of veterans and newer talent, right? These kids from the Indies and stuff. Uh, obviously, Jack Hager. Um, what's his face? Jack Swagger from the WWE. People. Uh, he's been around for a while, but he's been in MMA for the longest time now. So, the. Uh, but the, yeah, this is really getting Dusty Rhodes a good push. Darby Allen defeating Sammy Guevara. Darby Allen named after he named himself after Darby Crash and Gigi Allen. He had the straight edge as book. Uh, kind of interesting. It's kind of funny because if you think about it, if you, if you don't know who Darby Crash is or Gigi Allen, go look up either one of them. Uh, Gigi Allen's probably more interesting, but Darby Crash—that's all that dude was a big. That dude just drank. Somebody give me a beer. Somebody give me a beer. Hank Page and Kenny Omega defeated the Young Bucks. Nyla Rose defeated Chris Statlander. They said this was probably the worst match of the night. Uh, just the chemistry just wasn't there between these two women whatsoever. As much spots, namely a super attempt from Statlander that could have gone horribly wrong. For the theme in this women's title match. MJF defeated Cody. You know what? Listen, I think, to be honest with you, I think Cody is doing too much. Right? I know that he's like supposed to be a face. He's like main, he's the main uh, face driving this this promotion. And, you know, I mean, it's all of them. It's him and Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and all them. They're all, they're all members of the, the corporate this thing. But, Cody's like the main name. He's the main face. He's the guy out there, you know. And I think he's doing too much, personally. He's, he's you know, like, okay, what's the crazy thing we have to do for this pay-per-view? Okay, fine. Somebody needs to jump off the top of a steel cage? I'll do it. Right? He's getting himself busted open. He's getting himself broken. Tattoo his neck. What's wrong with him? Tattoo on their neck. Come on. Permanent. Yeah. Permanent. Talk to feed Orange Cassidy. I guess Cassidy tried, so. Mm-hmm. Dude's, dude gets huge pops even when he's not trying, so. I didn't see any of this, so I don't know. And then uh, John Moxley defeated Chris Jericho for the championship. Ooh, yay. Right? So there you go, your second heavyweight champion, or whatever they call it. I don't think they call it heavyweight. World champion. Your second AEW champion. Your second AEW world champion. John Moxley. 
And, of course, the biggest news out of all of this, according, according to me, I'm concerned, um, is the fact that this past Saturday was the uh, the end of the WWE contract for one Matt Hardy, um, who, you know, I've always been, I've been in since he did the whole broken Matt Hardy thing. Oh, it was amazing. All that stuff he did was amazing. It was great. Now, in AEW, so now his contract, his WWE contract ended, and nobody knows what he's doing. He hasn't really said, you know, I'm going to go do this or I'm going to do that. He's, I know he was happy at the end of his WWE run because they haven't really done anything with him. His brother Jeff's been out, so Matt hasn't been really doing anything. In the past couple of weeks, they've had him do a spot. He's been doing spots with Randy Orton, and uh, the last time he was on TV, they did the concerto on the steps to him, and uh, that was it. You haven't seen him contracts up, and he's done. <laughs> Which, in the Matt Hardy sick twisted way, he he turns it around and says, "Oh, it looks like because of Randy Orton." And he calls him. He says, "Dear Doctor RKO." Dear Doctor RKO, the RKO is the finishing move that Randy Orton does. Even uh, then, tweets out with this, and uh, he, you know, he thanks for releasing the broken version of Matt Hardy. Now that he's free in this mortal vessel, and da 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 da. So now, the thing is, is that in AEW, the Dark Order, they, they're trying, they're trying to really push this Dark Order on stuff. They've been talking about it late in the, the, since the show, been trying, they've been putting ads in the show to recruit members of the Dark Order. Is your life going nowhere? Join the Dark Order. Wear a mask and be a creeper. Because what they have is these creeps that come around. Uh, you got the main guys, and then you got all these guys running around in dark black outfits, and they just overwhelm people. And they're like live zombies. It's weird. They don't eat them, but uh, but I'm talking about this month or so, about the exalted one, the leader of the Dark Order, is finally going to appear and show up at AEW. And then that's when all hell is going to break loose. They've been trying to recruit like major stars and stuff. You know, it's like this this whole side story thing. Well, the rumor was that uh, it was going to be Matt Hart, right? He's in begins. Okay. I don't know what this is. The uh, so the rumors are that Mayor Hardy was going to show up as the exalted one, and uh, which would work out because if he was, that'd be great, right? And you're like, ah, you know, just, I'm crazy. So he tweets out, "Dear Doctor Arcade," right? Which you rearrange the letters, spelled out Dark Order. Weird, right? Obviously, I mean, I'm not saying this is what kind of weird coincidence. Obviously, it's Something that they looked at and was like, oh, we could do this, you know, or we could do this. And uh, last week, the Dark Order did a promo, and at the very end of it, the guy says, and all enemies of the Dark Order or whatever will be obsolete, or somebody will be obsolete. And that's something that Broken Matt Hardy always says. You know, you're obsolete. 
Diddy, 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 right? So it should be interesting tomorrow. And, uh, the rumor is, man, how are you going to be there? I guess we'll find out. Nobody cares about me. Nobody cares other than me. Sorry. Nobody cares about this other than me. Especially out of the five people listening. Can't wait to holler here. It's his house. But hey, listen, we have to talk about uh, wrestling, didn't we? Yeah. Go watch Orange Cassidy. It's amazing. It won't change your life, but it's still good. Yeah. Chat room, chat room. I'm the only one ever in the chat room. All right. Uh, let's see here. What else can we uh I mean there's stuff we could talk about. I guess. I was kinda of hoping Holiday would have been here for it, but whatever. You know what? Here's what we'll do. I pulled this ad this ad. I pulled this advertisement. Possible spoiler. 2020 Hall of Fame. So it looks like Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, is going to do a Punisher movie, an R-rated Punisher movie. Because, I mean, really, can you do a PG? Could. It would be really bad, though. You know? You're like watching The Sopranos on AMC or whatever. A&E or whatever it was on. Forget you. Forget you. I'm going to forget you up. Uh, and, reported, and, and reportedly, it will tell Frank's origin story. As if we really needed to, right? Because you think to yourself, like, do we really need... Right? I mean, here we go again. Here's a character that we've done already. How many movies? Two? Three? If you count the Dolph Lundgren? count Dolph Lundgren, there's three. See, some people don't know who you are, I guess. Um, you got you got movies that were really about this guy, and then you have the Netflix series ran for two seasons, right? We know the guy's story, right? We don't. It's just like Batman, Spider Man, and all that. We don't need to see Uncle Ben, you know, get murdered mugger that Peter callously let run past him in the hallway. When he said, I don't need to defend I don't need to help you guys. That's not my job. <clears throat> right? You don't need to see uh what's their faces. Martha and whatever Wayne uh there's Wayne's parents. I only know it's Martha because that's Superman. Martha and uh, you know who I'm talking about. I mean, his parents. Okay. Um, Bill Wayne. I don't know. I can't remember. Doesn't matter. You know what I'm talking about. You don't need to see that again. Do we need to see his parents get murdered in the streets again? Oh, right. We get it. Why do I want to see a kid crying? In the movie, if I'm watching Batman, I know who he is, right? Like, did you have did, like every? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess in the TV shows, like in the Hulk TV show, they always explained what happened to him in the very beginning, but they made it real quick. Like, 
in the beginning, he was mild-mannered after a freak accident. Right? And if, you, and if you're watching the show, you know. But you still watch the intro because you didn't care. But it was quick. It was easy. You know what I mean? Do we need another origin story about the Punisher? So they, so they say, they say, okay, we'll do an R-rated Punisher movie. And it's going to be his origin story, which we all know. His family was murdered in the park. Okay? They were having a lovely picnic. Him and his wife and his two children. This is not a spoiler. Am I spoiling it for you? Do you not know who the Punisher is? Then there's something wrong with you. Okay? His family is having a lovely picnic in the park. Little did they know they were sitting right in the middle of a supposed gang meetup and they got caught in the crossfire. Right? Well, Frank, being a military guy, didn't really freak out or anything like that, so he kind of, you know, survived. His family doesn't. And thus he becomes the Punisher. Right? He was in the Army. He was in the Marine or whatever. He was in the Armed Forces. And he was a trained killer. Right? He knows how to kill people every which way from Sunday. We know his story. And then now he goes out and he fights criminals. He kills, he kills people. He punishes them, if you will. Because that's in his name. But they want to do another, you know. They're taking pictures. They're, they're taking pictures. The studio is reportedly now taking pitches to bring the anti-hero to the big screen and is looking for the bold endeavor to have similar results to that of Todd Phillips' Joker. The DC feature starring Joaquin Phoenix won two Oscars and brought in over $1 billion at the box office. You're not going to win Oscars with a Punisher movie. I don't think so. That's not going to happen. You know? It doesn't even make sense. The new Punisher movie will tell the origin story of Frank Castle. We're told that Kevin Feige doesn't mind that most of the story has already been fed to audiences in the canceled Netflix series, as he wasn't a particularly big fan of it. Go fuck yourself. It's also been rumored that the Netflix shows are being wiped from canon, so it makes sense that Marvel would want to start fresh with the character. But... Now, but and then now you say to yourself, "All right, Anderson, look, they they want to wipe these Netflix series, which were both great. They were great. That's all I can say, right? The best version of the Punisher, John Barenthal. I, I'll say it hands down, right? Better than Dolph Lundgren, better than what's his face, and better than what's his face. You got me." So, kicker is they're, they're, they want they want we're going to strike these two seasons. Let's forget about all that stuff. We're going to start over. We're going to give a real Punisher origin story about Frank Castle, the Punisher. And this is going to be our. He's going to be part of our MCU. Right now, he's going to be part of our MCU. And by the way. It's expected that John Barenthal, who portrayed Frank in the aforementioned TV series, will return to the role as well, which is certainly good news. So you're going to use the same guy in the same role. You're going to make him do the same thing over again. 
right? Is that is that is that true? Because I, 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 you, you look at like all the Batman movies. Every time they tell the origin, it's always a new guy playing Batman, right? Every time it's Spider Man, it's always a new guy playing Spider Man. That kind of thing. Superman. How many Superman has it been? Three. I mean, counting the TV series is is. You had Smallville and Lois and Clark and stuff. I mean, obviously you had to tell the origin stories all those times. But they're they're all but they're always with different actors. <laughs> this is the same actor, same character, same story. But hey, wait a minute. Let's retell this origin story. What's the difference? He joined the armed forces and he became a trained killer and his family gets killed. Story over. Right? Now let him go out and murder gangsters and criminals and deadbeats and people that are just all jerks. No? Captain America, the Winter Soldier's Punisher cameo explained. He was he was barely in it. It wasn't his thing. It's dumb. It wasn't even him. So there you go. So they they want to do a new Punisher movie. Oh, what's going on here? Let's try this. Okay. So they want to do a new Punisher movie. I mean, they, they don't. I mean, they don't even have a script or nothing. They haven't even started working on a script. They're just trying to find somebody who wants to do it. So, whatever. I thought the Netflix series was good. That was really good. You don't. You don't. It won't be there for long. I wonder if it's Disney Plus though. You think after that they have the? You can't do anything with it two years after it's done. They've already said that Charlie Cox is coming back as Matt Murdock, most likely in a Spider-Man movie, which will have Tom Holland in it. Luckily, that means there will be no origin story. Yay. Uh, and well, I said that I did that four weeks ago. I talked about they're going to do a there's going to be a new series with Charlie Cox, and uh, most likely Bullseye will be back again. So, kind of wanted to go to the whole show without him, just because. Just come in and be talking. It's funny because this guy we know is going through some stuff, and it's like we all know we all worked with him back in the day. And uh, my girlfriend used to date him back in the day, so we all know each other. Oh look, you're the devil! Now he shows up. <laughs> How okay? Well, I wasn't talking about anything in particular. Um. For real, I wasn't. I wasn't. Um, I thought he was outside because I thought I heard music. But I didn't hear the garage door. Could he be? Anyways, but that was where he went out. He had to go run and do some stuff, help this dude out. And it was kind of funny because earlier in the day, my girlfriend was asking. She goes, "Well, I I can't wait to hear about what's been going on." 
when you see Clint tonight, when he tells you what's going on with this dude. And I was like, oh, I talked to him on the phone. Nothing's been going on. And then, and then we get to, to run showtime, and he's like, all right, I got I to go do this. Like, ah, there it is. There it is. Or whatever. So Holiday is, uh, look at that, he's, I mean, I, I could put him on, but what would be the point? He's probably driving, and it's all loud. He's got his windows up. There's windows down. It's probably out in the driveway right now. I, I swear I So anyways, uh, yeah. If they do another, is it a Daredevil? I guess they'll be putting that on Disney+. Plus. But they have that two-year no, no show, whatever, when Netflix is done with it. So I wonder if the Punisher, I mean, I don't think, they shouldn't just erase. I mean, it's two, it's two seasons of a good show. You know, they can't get rid of all that. Even though, even though they, they, they would think Disney Plus is going to keep all of the Netflix shows in there once two years is up, just because of the fact that they were actually okay. They were pretty good. Some of them were Daredevil, Punisher. Uh, Jessica Jones was good. Luke Cage was good. And Iron Fist was okay. It wasn't anything special. It wasn't that great. And then uh, Defenders was pretty good. So it's like, I don't want to be able to watch them. Because they're good. So we'll see. And then, uh, obviously, this Punisher movie thing will happen. I don't know. Later. It's not going to be happening anytime soon. Like I said, they're still looking for something to uh, uh, get a script going. Moving on. Uh, have you have you seen have you heard the news in sports sports news today? Uh, the combine was this past weekend. The NFL was all I was in Indianapolis uh, watching all the college players uh, getting ready to, for tryouts or whatever for the draft and stuff. Right? Um, I don't even care. Don't even really care. What I'm concerned about is the fact that Tony Romo just signed a contract to be an announcer on television, and he's going to be making $17 million a year. Are you serious? Tony Romo? Didn't that guy like a rib restaurant or something, like in the 80s? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. He was the guy who played court. Uh-oh. Hold on a minute. I'm with, oh. Let's see what it sounds like. I can always mute it if I have to. Hello? Hello. 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 Is that me saying hello, or are you saying hello? Is that me saying hello, or are you saying hello? Huh? It's echo. That's me. Oh, that's you. Oh, I thought that was my echo. Hey. I know. I was gonna do it for. I was gonna do it for a minute, but then I th- I didn't think you were like on top of it, so I said I'll just go away from it. But then you were. It, it freaked me so, out. I thought talking into a mirror. Yeah, we could, we could, we, yeah, I could have done a little echo thing. Would have been fun, but now that that time has passed. Right. Tony Robo is paid seventeen million dollars a year to be a broadcaster because one, he's a pretty good broadcaster. He's he's a good one, and two, because that's what happens to you when you are the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. You get all sorts of shit thrown your way. Uh, Troy Aikman. What? 
Detroit, but he was a broadcaster. What? Roger Staubach was a broadcaster. What? Danny White used to be a broadcaster. What? Right, but they weren't all all the highest paid. What do all all those guys have in in common? Oh, yeah, they were Dallas Cowboy quarterbacks. Yeah, but I know, but Troy Aikman's got a really good... Troy Aikman's got a really good slot. Troy Aikman's not making chump change. Back in the day, Staubach wasn't making chump change. Did they win Super Bowls? Who? Troy Aikman? Starbuck. Yeah. Well, you know that Troy, you know that Troy Aikman won multiple Super Bowls. You know that Roger Staubach won. Uh, he won the one Super Bowl, and I can't, God, it's hard for me to remember if he, he lost the one. He won the one, and I think he won. So I think he was two and one. So yeah, Danny White never really made the Super Bowl. You know. Well, how many? How many? Tony Romo didn't even make it to a Super Bowl. No, no, no. Tony Romo never even made it to an NFC Championship game. Right? <laughs> that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. He was the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. And John, he was the starting quarterback for many years. And so John that gives you a legacy. John Madden did what? At, at the height of his career, John Madden made $8 million a year. Well, yeah, yes, but if you put it in put it in today's money, how much did John bet? He didn't need it. He was he was in that video game. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying, John Madden, his career made eight million dollars, and you mean his broadcasting career? Yeah. Okay. Well, if you take John Madden's numbers and apply them to today's value, then how much is, how much is eight million worth today? Right. Well, then there's John a bunch of, then the there's, uh, announcers. Announcers. Would you say broadcaster? There's other broadcasters who are better than Tony Romo, and they're going to want more money. Well, you're right. Because, they weren't the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Fuck the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 act, you act like that. You act, you act like that's not a real thing. But it is. What? Being yeah, well. The Dallas, being, being the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys gives you a certain prestige because of the exposure. Right? The exposure that you received while you were the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys lends a big hand in you getting jobs after your time playing football in, in the football arena. Why? Because you were the quarterback, starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Everybody knows who that is. Everybody does. Why? I don't know. Everybody knows who the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys is. That not everybody can not everybody can tell you the starting quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. They can tell you the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. So you know that's that, because you never know who the quarterback is for the Tennessee Titans. Well, I think it's Tano. That's what <laughs> yeah, that's what it yeah. is. Listen. Brian Tano is the quarterback. The, the, the sad part of the whole story is that if he's going to be a broadcaster, he's going to have more experience. He's going to have more playoff experience by the end of his career as a as a broadcaster than he did as a player. That's, that's all I'm saying. Absolutely. But, yeah, but he doesn't, I want, doesn't necessarily need to. Because Tony Romo was the starting quarterback for many years for the highest profile team. So everybody knows who Tony Romo is. It doesn't matter if he wants to. You know, Danny White was a 
No, it's not. Mm-hmm. You've heard Tony Romo. You've heard Tony Romo before. You've heard him. You, you, you've listened to him. It's not like he hasn't been on TV before. Watch, Tony Romo. I watch. I watch the Browns. He does not uh, broadcast the Browns games. Okay. Well, Tony Romo is to me very welcome. Very welcome as far as the broadcaster goes. I mean, he doesn't waste all this bullshit time on going ahead and finding all these stats, you know, in the, in the week leading up to his broadcast. Uh, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't waste time doing that. You know why? Because he's going to tell you, and he's going to give you insight about what you're seeing. Insight that you don't have if you don't play football. Oh, and play good football. for you! It was almost perfectly timed, but it sounded really, it sounds really good on the radio. Oh, on the phone? I don't, I don't, uh, well, yeah, but I got you coming through my uh, oh, I got you through, through the car, car stereo. So that sounded that sounded really, really good. I'm very Everybody surprised. else, go that, play in the parking that, lot. Yeah, that yeah. sounds a little bit better than it does. It sounds better than it does live. I'll tell you that. How about this? I mean, one? it's just clean. Never get tired of being wrong. I do. I really do. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't hear that one. What was it? I'm gonna scissor kick you in the back of the head. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. The one, the one that sounds the best is the first one. Oh, oh, good for you, man. That one was clear and nice. That was like that's professional right there. Yeah. That's me. That's me. Yeah. So anyway, um, hey, uh, hey, did you did you see did you see that? Uh, well, are you still uh, want to talk about being pissy about Tony Romo? No, I just I just uh, I was just. Are you really? How, how come you're so pissy I about don't, that, Donnie? I don't because of the the fact that just because he played for Dallas, he's he's supposed to be uh, you know considered a smart person I like to hear my broadcasters be champions you know like um like like uh Buck Troy what's his name what's his name no 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 like what's his name Uh, Joe Buck yeah, but I, you see how I like Joe Buck. I like I, I like I like Joe Buck, but Joe Buck isn't a champion. Hell, he's not even a football player. <coughs> you uh, I you think realize that all the I mean, that's a lot of money. I mean, that's more money than you make a football player. Uh, well, well, in one year, yeah, absolutely. Look, apparently that's what he's making in a year. Hear. Yes, I know, but apparently you just don't want to hear what what it is because I said it and then you said something completely different. I, I kind of I felt like I feel like I feel like I'm talking in this moment about this Dallas Cowboy quarterback and how salty you are. I feel like I'm talking to Adam because no, I'm not. I'm not you know, well, here, okay, wait. I just Maybe said, I'm no, no. I just said I just said to you the only Dallas Cowboy quarterback. It's not because he's the greatest because he's elite because he's the smartest those are 
all the things you said except for elite. I, I added that one. But it doesn't have anything to do with that. And I, and, but, and I already told you that. It only has to do with the prestige that is attached to a person that everybody knows. That's all, that's all that it is. If everybody cared about the Cleveland Browns and who their quarterback was, you would see former Browns quarterbacks, champions or no, being paid a lot of money in the broadcast booth. But nobody knows who the Browns quarterbacks are because there's been 37 of them. You ever hear you ever hear Bernie Kosar? Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I know that Bernie has a little bit of a problem sometimes uh, speaking, but but yeah. No, now come on. You have to admit, Bernie Kosar he does the same thing that Romo does. He gives you insight about the game that you're watching. He gives you insight about it's it, not, and, and I appreciate that. It's not. It's not so much that I'm pissy about it. I don't. I don't really care one way or the other if he's an announcer or not. Honestly, right. I'm just bringing it up as a topic of discussion, as in the fact that here's a guy who's only been doing it for a year or two, and out of nowhere, he's the top. He's he's the top paid broadcaster across the board. Right, but uh, but Tony. but here's the other thing too. Tony Romo has sort of broken the mold, and and that's the thing. The first guy. Sometimes the first guy through the door gets his ass kicked. And sometimes the first guy through the door gets everything because he's the first one through the door. It just, it's, it's, it's feast or famine. And he's the first guy through the door to go ahead and be a color commentator the way he's a color commentator. Uh, he's, not, he's not a cheerleader. He's, he's almost breaking down the game for you. And I, pre, you know, like, you know, it was interesting to me because in one of the games I was watching, I said, I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'm like, man, why are the corners seven yards off? It doesn't make any sense. The quarterback calls a hitch. It's a free, it's a free seven yards. And Romo goes, it's, that's what happened. Not right at that moment, but at some point, the quarterbacks were seven yards off. The, the quarterback audible called a hitch. The guy ran out, stopped, quarterback threw him the ball, nine yards, and Tony Romo broke that down, and he said, so when the corners are going to play seven yards off like that, there's only one safety deep, you know their first steps are going backwards. So by the time you're ready to throw, these guys who start seven yards back are 11, 12 yards from the line of scrimmage. So that guy just stops at eight yards, you throw, you throw him the ball, and I'll tell you, it's just like stealing. And I remember thinking to myself, you know, I've heard that before. I've heard a quarterback referred to I, – I, I saw a quarterback in practice one time. Um, and I don't know what he did, but he, but he did something and it, and it worked out for a touchdown. And, he, you know, he, he looked at the, the corner and he goes, hey, man, you, you can't play off like that. That's, that's just like stealing. And then he turned around and he was, he was pissed. And I can't remember who it was. It might have been Brady. Um, but I remember watching that footage and I remember hearing that, but you know, Romo's going ahead. And so that's something that I already know because I know, because I pay attention to football, but most people wouldn't know that, you know, that the quarterback can just yell right out. Hey, I just changed your pattern receiver and a free eight, nine yards. Right. I mean, because, and that's why the corner shouldn't be playing off, uh, seven yards. Right. And, and if he does, he should have two safeties. So at least, the quarterback's wondering, is that corner going to drop two steps and then all of a sudden come forward, expecting me to already be in my throwing motion and pick me off? 
but you're not worried about that when there's one safety high. You know, when there's two safeties, now you might be worried about it because both both corners have help. But when there's one safety high, that guy's playing center. Right? As soon as they get beat, you're screwed. There's no safety help. So I, I don't know. I just I remember that specific moment, and and that is the example that I'm giving you because he does that throughout the game, throughout the entire game. And it's it's really cool sometimes, especially when he's telling you something and then it happens, right? Because he can see it. He can see there's a rhythm started. And, you know, whenever you're in this rhythm, that's what you want to do. Just because he never won a championship, he's one of the smartest fucking quarterbacks that there ever was. He, he, he really is. He, he really is. He's just, he's just not the best, by any means, the best quarterback that it's not. So, there you go. I'm done. Okay. Hi, Shannon. She's not here. Yeah. Your house. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. all right. She can hear. She can hear. She can hear me in her mind. And she's listening. In her mind. You know what she I hear? Oh, there goes, what? There goes the garage, everybody. Oh, my God. Someone's breaking into the house. Donnie, Donnie, get out. Lock the doors. No, the don't lock the doors. I just want you to know that this phone wow. call is originating. Yeah, all right. I've been in this car for so long, so i got to get out, and I gotta, and then I'll be right in. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye. Bye, bye-bye. I mean, I'll just mute. Okay. Well, maybe I won't mute you. You can hang up. That was interesting. Huh? Live off the road. Ooh. What we do. It's how we do. What the hell is that? All right. So, yeah. Well, uh, with that being said, and that being thing. Go ahead and get into Top ten movies of the weekend for uh for leap year. Ooh, for leap year. Ah. All right, number ten this week was number six last week. Fantasy Island, point three million dollars per week. A total gross of twenty four million dollars. Number nine this week was number five last week. Brahms, The Boy Two. The Boy Number Two, like the, 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 this era. It's a Roman numeral two. The Boy. Two, so it's like the second one. Two point six million dollars in its second week, a total gross of nine point seven million dollars. <throat> number eight this week was for seven last week, nineteen seventeen. Two point seven million dollars in the tenth week, a total gross of one hundred fifty-five point nine million dollars. 
Number seven this week was number 11 last week. Impractical Joker the movie. Because did we really need an Impractical Joker's movie? I mean, the show is always on. Everywhere you look. The show is the same thing as the movie. And the movie is the same thing as the show. Right. Right. Why would you take a TV show? Because you... Put it on the big screen as a TV show. <laughs> I guess you can make, make money. It just costs more money. You can make money. Because you're doing the same low-end parlor tricks. You know, I know that the way that you're... But you're filming it now. Yeah, but... film is always going to be ten times more expensive. Well, I have jewels in it. She's not that expensive. She probably didn't even know she was. <laughs> she sees the commercial on TV. She's like, wow, that girl looks just like me. <clears throat> That's right, Paula. Uh, number six this week was number three last week, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. One million dollars in its fourth week. Total gross of $78 million. $78.7. You know, I don't I don't think that number is going to kill them, but I don't think that's what they were looking for. Yeah, were but if, if they make another one, they'll set their expectations a little bit more. I think they, the name's too long. That's what throws it off. Trying to make it too... Yeah, you know. Jazz hands. <laughs> it's the jazz hands of movie titles. Creator, right? Yeah. That's right. I got that. Creator. What the hell? Wow. What were... Did you see that girl's boobs? Were those real? I don't... Holy crap. I wasn't even looking. I, yeah, well, I was. Good God, man. Those aren't real. <laughs> number five this week was number four last week, Bad Boys for Life. $4.3 million in the seventh week. Wow. A total gross of $197.4 million. They're going to crack 200 They can get that. Will Smith, man. He can get anything. Uh, number four this week, brand new. My Hero Academia, Heroes Rising. My Hero Academia. $5.8 million in its first weekend. $5.8. Total gross of 9.2. And what theater number? 1,100. Yeah. Almost 1,200. Yeah. Even, yes, but still, even if they go to... Yeah, even if you double that, you're still only looking like 11 million altogether. If that. Well, in week two, you're probably looking somewhere south of that. Right. Number three this week was number two last week, The Call of the Wild. $13.3 million can't we? A total gross of $46 million. They say that uh, this movie is going to end up costing them a lot of money. That's that's like a, a, a article that keeps popping up. Is, uh, Call of the Wild. Is, is so their budget is 40, what would you say? To them like $40 million off the top. Just they know they're going to lose $40 million because So the movie is around $120. Yeah. You not, think the movie is around $120? Because oh, you're, you're saying it's made almost 50 Right. Right. So, and we know that... And it's, it's just Harrison Ford and the dog, isn't it? Yeah, dude, it's Call of the Wild. Yeah. You didn't read Call of the Wild? Nah. Even if I was supposed to... I read that in the book. Even if I, it's made $8 million worldwide. 
No, that's not what they're looking for. That's not what they're looking for. At all. But that's what they've made, saying. Oh, yeah, I'm just saying. They're, so, yeah. They're, they're fucked. Well, yeah. They're, they're fucked. Here's the thing. The book ended without the possibility of a call of the wild, too, so they don't have to worry about that. Oh, see? I don't worry about a sequel. See? You don't even know if I'm lying or not, though. I don't. I don't have a clue. It's all going to live. Listen. The English teacher handed out books. I handed it back. She says, did you read it? I said, no. Okay. Ordinary people. You know that one? I I walked around with that book forever. I didn't read one. I think I tried the first page, and that was it. I was like, I'm done. Really? Yeah. I do reports off the back page. I read the back and do the whole and then break from there. Because, okay. uh... I mean, they would let us go into the library during a certain hour, and there were all those books in there, dude. Right? So many books. I was a rock star. I was a soccer player. There were so many books in there, man. Right. You're a sporto jock geek. I was, in a, I was a rock star. I was staying up until 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm talking about... When I was in second and third and fourth grade. Oh, I was talking high school. And I think I'm more talking, and I'm actually talking more, I'm talking more third, fourth, and fifth grade. Because I'm, re- I'm remembering the library of the school I was at in second grade, and I don't remember that one, but I remember I didn't spend a lot of time there. But I did a lot of reading as a child. I didn't recall a while. Was that a child's book? Or was that more of a high school book? Sounds more like a high school book. No, Call of the Wild is younger. High younger. School, high school kids, I don't think. We, we would be. I read comic books. Did I? Mm, did you? No. You read them at the store. No, I didn't, I didn't read comic books like you mean. No, I, I didn't. But I but I but I did read Punisher. Uh, I don't I can't even tell you how far I got. Far. I bet you that the issue you got to is where he was going after the bad guys and killed people. No, I never got to that one. No, that's a good one. That's a good one to get to. Huh. All right. Anyways, listen. Number two this week. <laughs> I forgot we were doing. Yeah. That. Right. <laughs> So the Call of the Wild is going to lose a lot of money, but not in book sales. Number two this week was number one last week, Sonic the Hedgehog, $16.2 million in its third week, a total gross of $128.5 million. A total gross of $28.5 million? $128.5 million. Okay. The, the one little kid, he freaking... I know, you did call, it, and then he says, I'm so-and-so. No, no, no. Another little kid this week. Yeah, they and love I said, it. I told you that the week before, and I said, yeah. I said, are, I said, hey, are you Gigantic Flash? And he goes, no, call me Nash or Dash. Call me Dash. And I said, okay. And I just thought, this movie is fucking crazy, man. That's all these kids are doing. It's kids, man. Yeah. They love that and shit. How many weeks is it about? Three. And it made? 128. No, but I mean this week. 16. Well, that's 
that's strong for three, for mm-hmm. just a kid's movie, for something that adults would like to see. Mm-hmm. Wow. Jim Carrey, making some money. Speaking of not being able to see anything, the number one movie this week was brand new. The Invisible Man. Oh, my God. $28.2 million in its first week. Mm-hmm. Good opening. 28. For The Invisible Man? <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, I mean, who would have ever thought that anybody would go see that? But did you see the previews? Yeah. They look kind of scary. Yeah. I mean, they actually might have done a good job. But that's the thing is, like, technology nowadays. That's, I guess that's what's making him invisible, technology. Huh? Yeah, but I know what you're saying. You're saying with technology, if you knew there was an invisible man, you could hunt him just like a regular person. You could find a way. thermals and all kinds of yeah. and know exactly where he is. Right. Right? Yeah, different kind of imaging. Right. Light refraction. That kind of stuff. Right. Invisible or no, you can't fucking get through lasers. Right. Like, without being tricked. Not like lasers that would slice you, but lasers... Well, it would be cool if it sliced them, though. But we don't have that technology, so it would be cool about li- if the lasers... Fucking Star Wars. Right? Lasers are just for parts, right? So you'd know where he was. I mean, there's there's nothing... Invisible is invisible. It's not... Uh, that is the weirdest thing you have ever said. No, no, no. no. I want invisible is invisible? I want to say something. Cows are like flowers. That is the weirdest thing you have ever said. I agree this time. For the first time ever. Why so serious? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Okay, so, yeah, cows are flowers. Oh, wow, heavy. Beep. The coins keep coming out. <laughs> heavy, heavy. Trees and plants don't naturally cool you out and go beep beep you. <laughs> I'm funny. Well, they're funny. You just. I just copy what they say. Copy. This dude at work says the one server, him and the one server were getting, they were at the bar or whatever drinking. The other dude says, I think I want to go up on stage and try stand up comedy. And the guy that he's talking to, Larry, who runs the Fantasy League, he's done stand-up comedy and he's talked to me about it, but he's, he's only done it once, right? So, so, right? Um, so he comes, so Larry comes up to me and he goes, so this guy wants to go up and do stand-up. And I'm figuring, hey, uh, I could go up again. You know, it's been a couple years and I could try it again. And then I thought to myself, well, who best? to make the, the, the trifecta of awesomeness on stand-up comedy. You've done it. So I figured maybe, have you been doing it lately? And I'm just like, dude, I'm done with that shit. you got to be crazy. Like, I can't be doing that. I go, I think about it once in a while, but I don't have the time to dedicate to that kind of thing. And he's like, well, if it's just like a one-off thing, and the three of us could go up, I thought that would be kind of cool. Yeah. And then you guys spend all that energy for a one-off thing. And like, I go, yeah. You're not into a rhythm anyway because you haven't been doing it. Right. I'm like, I mean, no matter okay. how good you are at a thing, if you want to do it professionally, you got to keep, you got to just do it. I'm not going to, yeah, I'm so not going to be, going to be no rhythm. I have no rhythm. Well, you, I mean, I have rhythm. I have, right. I was just like, nah, I'm not. I go, I can get you into a room. I know where all the, I know where all the open mics are, but I'll get you in there. But. Yeah, I mean, look, Eddie Murphy's a professional comedian, and I remember them saying that before he, got raw, say that he was out and about 
Well, yeah, that's what you do. You go to different rooms. Because he's trying to get, mm-hmm. he's trying to get his timing. He's trying to get the audience. See which works. Reactions. Right. Which joke works the best. That's what I meant. Yeah. He's trying to see what just works. Working out material. And he's just getting a feel for himself again, right? Right. And then, bang, he goes and throws. But even Eddie well, Murphy can't just freaking go be funny. Well, and that's the thing is that's what he's coming back. He's going to do stand-up again, he said. But he says, he goes, I've been working on it for the past two years or whatever because... Because he can't. Because if he goes out, you know what I mean. As soon as he goes out to a club, pictures, videos, everything's online. And he's like, and it just doesn't. He goes, I, I don't need a video going viral of me telling a bad joke, because no, right. it's taking out of context. And somebody, you know what I mean. Somebody sees it and goes, oh shit, Eddie Murphy ain't got it no more. Well, <laughs> he was like, I don't have it that anymore. I haven't done it in so long. I need to practice. You know, I need to get it in, so. And that's what I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm like, I'll get you. I can get you into a place, but. I go, it won't be a lot of people. He goes, what? He goes, the three of us, we could pack that place. And I was like, yeah, I've heard that before. And I've done that. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Whatever. We didn't just, I didn't talk about The Walking Dead this week. My headline said, have you watched it? Did you watch this the past two weeks? Walking Dead hasn't disappointed of course, when you have low expectations, that is easy to do. Uh, yeah. The Walking Dead. We don't need to. No. Really has found a good little groove, but they can't. They can't. They can't fill up everything around that groove. You know what I mean? Like the. You, you know what I'm saying? I mean. Walking Dead always had a good little groove. It was always going this way, and you were interested. But then the things around it you were also interested in, mostly because they were interesting. Now they're just, like, trying to regurgitate, like, old moments or something. And, okay, well, that's not what I... But where they're going actually turned out to be very, very cool. I'm very compelled. Uh, I just have to watch it. Because it can't watch all the all the freaking blather. You yeah. know what I mean? Let's be insightful and fucking shut the fuck up, man. Do something, right? Make a somebody make one show that that just kind of moves. It doesn't have to be all action, but make it move, right? Mm-hmm. People can have conversations, and it doesn't have to fucking feel like you're. Oh. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to feel. It doesn't have to feel like you're getting your teeth pulled, right? It 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 it, it doesn't. Every conversation that they have between two people, I can't take it. Yeah, I can't take it. I'm ready to listen to the zombie. But that last one, right? First of all, I didn't think that was her. I thought when she took the mask off that it wasn't going to be Al. Oh. That's, I don't know. Right. She didn't act like her. She wasn't, she, they they were, why were they doing that? Yeah, I don't know. Like, what, right? Because I'm sitting here, I was so glad I was alone. She's pulling the mask off, and I go, oh, God, the big reveal. It's not, oh, okay, well, stupid, and I'm by myself, you know, because I was, like, so sure that wasn't her. Yeah. But why did they, why they make me, like, why? Why did I spend the energy with that? Oh. Yes, we'll talk more about that next week because. Because we're done. That's it. It's 1216. Right. So don't forget to uh, write into tumblingwithtumblingweed.com. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter oh, at tumblingweed. The There's some shit on the screen. You right should go there. there. Quit, right in there. Quit, 
what, what kind of lotion are you putting on there? Uh, <laughs> you put the lotion on her skin. And don't forget to come back next week and listen to us talk about stuff Tuesday at 11 o'clock. <clears throat> All right, I have to go pee. Peace. Oh, did I say, hey, Holly, you got anything? No, I don't. He doesn't have anything. See, I told you. The weirdest thing you have ever said. You ever get tired of being wrong? I do. I really do. I'm gonna scissor kick you in the back of the head. That wasn't funny, man. Get out. Everybody out. Go play in the parking lot. Goo, look, goo, 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 go